Claude Weekly is proudly brought to you by Peninsula Co-op. At Peninsula Co-op, you get full serve for the same price as self-serve, meaning you can stay in your warm vehicle while someone else pumps your fuel for you. And if you join up to the Peninsula Co-op membership program, you can start earning cash back every year on gas, convenience store purchases, home heating oil, and even groceries. Join today for just $27. For more details, head to your local Peninsula Co-op or click on the membership tab at PeninsulaCoop.com. Hello, hello, Panthers fans. It is Claude Weekly once again, episode 15, coming to you on an exciting week because we are back into hockey. The break is over. Cohort number two for the Panthers is here as we prepare for our 14-game series against the Kerry Park Islanders. My name is Ben. I'm by myself this week. Sticky, having a much-deserved break, so you will be putting up with my weird accent for the next little while or so. We've got an exciting show for you today. We're going to be speaking to Theodore Saint-Denis and Mason McNeil to learn a little bit more about them, find out how they're finding the season, and of course, bringing you your regular segments. We're also going to coach up with head, catch up with head coach Brad Tippett. Uh, we can also coach up with him, really, if we really want to, uh, in what we're now going to call a weekly segment of Tippett Talk. Yes, it took a while to come up with that one, as I'm sure you can probably understand. If you're listening to this on the day of release, of course, tonight at Kerry Park Arena, the first game is happening in the new cohort series between the Peninsula Panthers and the Kerry Park Islanders. couple of weeks away for the Panthers. Looking forward to getting back into some hockey and finding a new team to play against. Of course, 10 games against the Cougars, done and dusted, and we're going straight back into some new games and it's going to be very interesting to kind of see how this does play out of course 14 games to fit in between now and Christmas most weeks having three games a week including right back here at the Panorama Recreation Centre for our first home game in a few weeks time three weeks to be precise as we will play game two of that one and then this Saturday night of course another game against the Islanders so very busy times happening around the VI right now and and very exciting to be back. And basically a full-strength lineup too. We're going to chat to Brad about how the squad is looking heading into this new series very, very shortly, which will be good to be able to get full strength out there on the ice. I'm here right now on a Monday evening looking at the practice happening right now, and it's good to see so many of the guys out there suited up and getting ready to go. But you don't want to hear me talk for that much longer. You want to hear some of the guys. You want to hear some of the more important people here at the Peninsula Panthers on Claude Weekly. So after a brief word from our sponsor, I'm going to throw straight into this week's edition of Tip Talk. Babylon by TELUS Health is a virtual healthcare app that allows you to video chat with a licensed doctor from your smartphone. Appointments are covered by provincial healthcare, and you can even see a doctor on evenings and weekends. Download and register Babylon by TELUS Health today. It's our new weekly segment, Tippet Talk. We've got head coach Brad Tippet with us. Brad, welcome back. Thank you very much. How's, Good to be here. How how are you feeling? You must be pumped. Finally, uh, back into some hockey. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, it's been uh, I've been back for about a week. I was had a week in Saskatchewan, and uh, uh, but it's good to get back on the ice with the kids. And uh, I've been real happy. Practices has got better every day, and uh, that's what we wanted to see. 
How's the team tracking in terms of injuries? Uh, full full strength lineup now. Uh, a couple of weeks away for the boys to be able to get better. Yeah, we got a couple guys that are probably at ninety percent, and then we lost uh, Ethan Ewer, and just a freak thing in practice. Uh, kind of a knees got twisted up, and uh, he. I don't think he'll be ready for this weekend, but he's probably about a week away. In terms of uh, our opponents, the Islanders, of course, have uh, been doing a lot of uh, studying in the last couple of weeks, watching some of their games to see how they're shaping up ahead of this series. Yeah, we've watched a bit of the video the last couple of games anyway. They've had a, a roster that's kind of moved around a little bit, so anything five or six games ago is probably a little bit dated, But uh, and they've made a few roster moves since uh, during the break. So uh, I, I think right now we'll go in... Um, uh, not as we're just going to worry about how we play, and then after that, we've seen them for a night, and uh, you know some some things that we can work on, things that we need to do better against them, and and just sort of go from there. Of course, quicker turnarounds now about three games a week. Of course, uh, the game on Tuesday, then a Friday and a Saturday night game. So, do you like that? Do you give more opportunity to kind of bounce back if there's something goes wrong or something goes right to improve on? How do you like the sort of the three in a week as opposed to two? Well, I uh, this this week is good is is that we practice Monday, play Tuesday, and then we have a day to come back and practice on Wednesday. Now it'll be a sort of a different practice because we know we're playing Friday, Saturday. But uh, if there's things that we need to tweak a little better, maybe some special team stuff that we pick up on the penalty killing or the power play uh, we can have a chance to get on the ice and work on some things then so three and three three games without a practice uh, the third game usually gets pretty sloppy three uh, with a practice in the middle uh, is, is is bearable what's the biggest thing you're looking for in the first game against the Islanders uh, just some uh, see where the uh, uh, compete level in has been we, we've done a few things to open the offense up uh, and, and I think that's kind of what we're looking to see whether the concepts we can carry those concepts that we've introduced uh, into the into the game and uh, I say is that's one of the bright spots of where practice has been is it's got better and we're not only trying them we're using them and and uh, uh, and hopefully we can execute them uh, on uh, in these next few games and hopefully it'll lead to a few more goals i'm sure you wouldn't mind a few more of those yeah that's uh the thing is when you play these three one three two games uh one mistake is fatal and so uh when you're scoring goals one mistake and and, one mistake isn't fatal because sometimes you you can you you can outscore your your errors and uh but right now when you make an error and you're not scoring it it, uh, those errors uh, loom big Well, we look forward to seeing the boys back out on the ice, Brad. Pleasure always, and uh, good luck for the next three games. Thank you very much, man. That was your head coach, Brad Tippett. Now it's time to hear from a couple of players. Here is my chat with Theodore Saint-Denis and Mason McNeil. We're enjoying catching up with some guys who we haven't spoken to before, and we've got two D-men with us this week as we are going to learn a little bit more about two rookies, Theodore Saint-Denis and Mason McNeil. First of all, guys, welcome to Claude Weekly. I'll, I'll get you to start off by uh, telling telling us a little bit about it yourself. Mason, you start. T- tell us who you are, where you've come from, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, Mason, I've played at Grizzlies minor hockey most of my life. I played at uh, PCHA 15 last year, and this is my first year of Junior B. Um, Theo, I played minor hockey, uh, Victoria, and then Admirals, and then all the different name changes we've had, and I played that growing up all the way till till now, and now it's my first year with the Panthers. 
Great. And I was uh, speaking to you, Theo, a little bit off air that you two have uh, both played with each other and played against each other in terms of coming before you came here to the Panthers. So, so give us a quick rundown of sort of the, your history with each other and well, where I, you've been. I think we've played against each other, like I guess, like growing up since we were little. But I just remember mostly in Bantam, we had like a, a rivalry, like a, a team rivalry against each other. Yeah, I remember we used to play uh, spring hockey together and then we'd play regular season against each other. So that was an interesting dynamic. And uh, our last year, or my last year of minor hockey was, we were both like kind of captains of our team. It was like an interesting kind of a competition between me and him. And this year is our first year on like a regular season being proper teammates. And it's a interesting experience because I know him really well. What was that reaction like when you realized that you guys were going to be teammates? Like, oh, not this guy. Or were you excited? I was like, oh, great. I, I got feel like I can really work with him because I remember <laughs> playing with him. It's been forever since I've played like properly with him as a D partner. And it's a, I really like playing with him. So I was really excited. Theo, you feel the same? Yeah, I was like really excited that uh, another, another guy my age was going to be my D partner. <laughs> I, I love hearing the different lines and you know positions because you know as I'm learning a little bit more with with the D I mean you, you guys are a different breed to the offensive guys you're a different breed to, to the goalies I mean what is there something some part of your career or your your hockey journey that you say to yourself I want to be a defenseman is it something that clicks or do you realize that maybe that's the path you're going to take because you're maybe not quite as good at scoring goals and you're better at stopping them instead well, for me, back when I first started, I, I, I started out playing D. I'm not really sure why. I just kind of got ended up playing that position. And the thing was, when I'd play my regular season, I'd play defense. But during spring hockey, I ended up switching to play forward. So I got to experience both positions. And I tried switching to forwards for my like one of my regular seasons. I think it was first year Bantam. And we ended up having a few injuries, so I got put back on D and, like, main PowerPoint play. And that's kind of when I was like, dang, I actually really like playing D a lot more. But I also have that forwards experience, so it gives me kind of, like, the insight on, where, like, how they play. And when, when I go for rushes and stuff, I can kind of, like, take that part of my game and mix it with my D. Yeah, for me, it's just as long as I can remember, I was just strictly D-man. I hated forward, <laughs> and I, I don't know, I was just... I guess my dad always told me that I hated having someone behind me. I always like to see everyone in front of me and to like see the game that, that way. They, they get all the glory, those guys up front, don't they? You know, kind of they're just show ponies, right? Scoring I, all the I, goals. I think, I think the D man, like, it's really depends what you like about the game because I like I like making plays and like going like wow that that play I just did there was really clean and we got out our zone really well and I think that's a really good feeling but some people like to have like the play where they make the nice shot and they score so it really depends on what you like and I just I find a lot of I really like playing D it's just really good experiences and it's like I've loved that play and I'm very happy about it you're both rookies of course first full year on the Panthers for both of you 10 games into the season how are you both finding your feet in the team you feel comfortable you're you're ready to go for the rest of the season how are you both feeling so far well it was it was a different kind of jump into it though because we had a lot of injuries especially in the the D-man so we were playing with 4D which was uh quite a I guess like almost a shock and surprise for both of us where we weren't as expecting to be playing what 30 minutes 30 minutes a game yeah, because like I, I expected it to be a lot faster hockey, and it is a lot better hockey than I've ever played before. So I was a little nervous like first getting into it because I didn't really know to, what to expect, and I wasn't comfortable since it's a new experience. But like 
since we ended up having lots of injuries and we got tons of playing time since there was only four like 4d it was a great like start like it it was bad that everyone was injured but it was a good start for us because we got lots of playing time and especially against cougars which are a pretty good team and really a lot of older guys who've been in the league for a while it's a good experience to play against them and it gets you ready for like playing the rest of the teams well you're exactly as you're saying i was going to bring up that you're thrown straight into the deep end aren't you not only with some injuries getting more time on the ice but against you know arguably the best or you know top two teams in the league how did you find kind of coming up against those guys and did you really buy into that rivalry that is obviously very long-standing between the panthers and cougars especially the more the series went on yeah you could really see the rivalry like you're like i mean i only played them 10 games and i already i already like go along to rivalry like rivalry and it was like um having the last 4d it made it a lot more intense because you had like you had to kind of play change how you played but also play really hard at the same time so it was a good experience having those 10 games against them right off the bat yeah it was just you could see like the build up from game to game and and how it would get more intense and it's just it just got interesting to you got you start to know the guy you would line up against and start to like understand the other team and it was just an interesting thing to be playing them 10 times in a row and that aggression too particularly towards the end there mason i, I noted particularly yourself you got quite heated in a lot of those games getting quite physical i mean you're both out there to do that that's what i guess you could say you're paid to do even though you're not paid but uh, i mean does that just make you angrier the more and more particularly when they got on that winning streak at the end you just want to get under their skin in any way possible yeah well because you play them 10 times in a row every time you play them you're like dang i really want to be these guys even more than the last time and every time they they say beat you you're like oh i I gotta come back and beat them next time it's just like kind of just builds and builds and builds to that 10th game and it's just like i really really want to beat these guys and welcome to the vijhl right everyone hates the cougars hello to all the cougars listening i mean on that in terms of junior b you mentioned a little bit for mason about the, the speed aspect have there been any other sort of things that you've really had to adapt to coming to this level of hockey coming into junior b i think the biggest change is that it seems like you have a lot less time because people are more on you like in my my last year i noticed that from this year from last year the biggest difference is that the second you get the puck someone's right on you and you got to be ready to make that decision or put it off the wall so your teammates can get it so you don't like get checked right away just it's just those decision makings have to be a lot quicker yeah and it's just like uh, right now like in this league everyone's doing their job and it's a lot more uh, structured and cha- and less chaotic than uh, what i've played before so it's just uh it's just about focusing on doing your job and then then you know that there's always going to be someone on you doing their job so has there been many of the guys some of the maybe more established guys who have taken you under their win or have come to you with with some advice who have you kind of looked up to a little bit being rookies looking up to some of the more established guys on the team I think I think all our vets have been really helpful actually like they're really welcoming so I could get comfortable with the team like really fast because that's a big part of it it's not very fun to be on a team that you aren't comfortable with because you have to trust them you have to be able to make plays with them and I just think like our veteran decor is we're like just good examples so when you watch them play you're like okay I can this is what I can get like used to I can trust them when I can make plays like if I get puck in the corner I know where they're going to be there so I can bank it around back to them yeah for me it's just like a lot of the a lot of the vets were really helpful like I would talk to a lot of them just getting 
little tidbits of information and of what to expect and and also just this year we have a lot of rookies so um there's also a little bit of faith in the vets had to put into the rookies that we would do our jobs it's that really interesting aspect isn't it that a lot of us feel in school when you go from say you know primary school to you know middle school or, or high school where it's kind of you go from being the top dog right the senior guys to the junior guys you've both just experienced that coming from you know just below junior b into junior b now i mean how long does that take to adapt that you're going from i mean you both saying you were captains before to all of a sudden being these rookies where you are having to look for these guys for advice and take advice from them uh, I think it's I think it's good because I actually like having guys that can give me advice because when I'm when I was the captain it felt like I was like I, it was my job and it was a good job but I also like having the, my teammates that I can like ask for tips or have them like be like hey try doing this next time and their experience so I can trust them and go okay I'll try that and then it works and then I learn something new I really like that feeling and so coming back to it last year my team was all guys my age so I didn't really have that everyone was kind of on like the same kind of level. So coming back to being the rookie and having guys that are three years in the league or so, it's good to like have that experience and have them share it with you. Yeah, for me, I was I was a rookie last year because I was playing midget, which is three years, and then now I'm a rookie again this year, which I'm totally fine with because it's just a, a series of respect for the people who have been there longer and are more experienced than you. You're all teammates, of course, but of course you're all battling for positions on the team when everybody is healthy. Is there kind of like a healthy rivalry amongst the defensive core for that spot? And also then too with the rookies, because you're all wanting to impress, you're all wanting to have kind of long careers, uh, not only in hockey, but of course with the Panthers for as long as you can play for them. I mean, is it kind of a, a balance between both of those aspects? Well, I would say you have to be competitive at all time and throughout practices. It's good to have rivalries between each other, right? As long as they're healthy rivalries, it's really good to be competitive because it keeps you ready for games so I feel that it's a, it's good to want to have that little extra edge in practice still yeah even when you have the like we had the two weeks off for the transition between cohorts having like healthy rivalries in that time frame is a really good because you aren't playing games but you still gotta like stay on the ball so when you come back you're like ready to go right off the bat right into the the thick of it who, who's the biggest shit stirrer amongst the rookies out of all of you guys who have joined the Panthers this year? Who, who's the one who's kind of, you know, really pushing that a little bit more and, and maybe, you know, gets away with it and maybe shouldn't be getting away with it? I honestly don't know. That's a really good question. I, I was I thought you were going to ask, like, who is, like, who's the one in the dressing room that's always talking? I was going to say Rock, definitely, but <laughs> and then you asked about the rookies. I'm not really sure. I would maybe say Owen. Owen always gets the boys fired up, though, yeah. but, but he, yeah, but he always has those uh, interesting finds that sometimes don't always go his way. Got that family connection right to oh, the team, yeah. so it brings that way. One thing, actually, we've been discovering over the last few weeks is uh, getting on the ox, pumping out the tunes before the, the games. You guys had an opportunity to play some music yet uh, in, the, in the D room before you go out there on the ice? Yeah, I did. I had uh, one game when there was four of us. I think I think Jenny was coming late because he had a, I want to say he had like a midterm or something for his school. So I, I I ended up doing the music. That was actually pretty fun. What what did you pump out? What was on the list that night? Uh, I, th- I think I don't remember what we had, but I remember we were, our walkout song. We were walking out of the dressing room playing uh, "Can't Be Touched." Nice. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> nice. I, I, yeah, I was down there the other week in the last game, and first time I really heard some of it. So it's good there. What about rookie idol? Is that happening this year? You know, no bus trips, but uh, I mean, at least at the moment. Is uh-huh. it happening i'm pretty sure it's happening next next win we're doing that wow and are you excited or are you nervous like what what's the plan for this for you guys i don't know i'm kind of I'm, I, I feel like it's kind of good fun but at the same time still still pretty nervous about it 
Yeah, I think Rookie Idol's fun, but I need a You're good... pumped. You're straight away. You're oh. smiling. You're ready for it. <laughs> yeah, but I need a good song choice. That, that's what you need. Is you, It's all about the song and then how you how confident you are with that song. Do you, do you have a go-to karaoke song at the moment that you're thinking of? Or I don't you... know. Maybe some Taylor Swift. I don't yeah, know. Okay. Uh, I don't know. No, maybe, maybe I'll find one that I know because I have a few. I kind of know the lyrics, but uh, they're not really good karaoke songs, so I'm not really sure. I feel like... I feel like Owen's going to do pretty good in that, though. Do you? I think we've got to keep an eye out for <laughs> Owen, really. Yeah, he's got the golden tonsils going on there. Heading into a, a new cohort now with the Islanders, of course. Uh, how, how are you guys feeling yourselves? And also the, the locker room after the last couple of weeks of uh, training. Fresh team, fresh faces, fresh opportunities. I think we're excited to get back into playing games again because even though it was only two weeks, it still seems kind of long since we were so used to playing like two games every weekend. And I think we're playing like three games every week now. So it's going to be like right back into it and we're going to get like back up to speed right away, I think. And I think it's, I, I'm not really sure what to expect from Carey Park coming from um, Cougars. I feel like they're, for some reason, I don't know why, but I feel like they're going to be a lot or they're going to be pretty tough. And uh, so it's going to be a change of pace. I, well, it'll be probably the same, but just get, get used to it again because it's been the two weeks off. Yes, it's a completely new new team, so new tactics and like new approach to playing them. So it's going to be tough, and it'll, it's going to be nice. To, we're going to try to get some... Get some numbers up in the win columns. Yeah. Get some up there. You, you mentioned before there, Mason, just about uh, going from two games to, to three, obviously 14 games packed essentially now and between now and Christmas. Does that does that change much besides a couple of little extra less days of breaks in terms of the, the training, recuperating yourselves, getting yourselves into game mode? Does it change much? Uh, I don't know. Since we played the last 10 games, a lot of the games we played with 4D, I think we were already used to being kind of tired and we had to like get get back into it quick. Like hard, like the recovery had to be well and you had to come back and you might have been tired from the game before and you just had to work with it, you know? So I think it'll probably be, if, if it ends up being like that, say we get some injuries again, I think we can handle it. No problem. I think we should be fine. Yeah, like um, playing three games a week, it's it's a lot more tiring, but it also keeps you a lot more engaged and intense. So there's less downtime. Right, so you can still be, you can take that energy from the the other game and then put it towards the next one and stay dialed. Yeah, off of what off of what Theo said, like if you have a bad game, you can just come back the next game, or say you play, say something happens and you just you, you don't play well and then you end up getting sat the next game and then you, there's the third game. If there's a particular guy you just really want to hit, you can just get to them two yeah, nights later rather than waiting a week. Do you do you look at the games? Like, have you had an opportunity to sit down and watch and maybe go in with the preconceived conception of, I really want to hit that guy. I really want to slam that guy against the boards. Well, I've, I've come back, like, say I had a play I wanted to watch again, like, say, oh, I felt good about that play and I wanted to, like, watch it again, see what happened. Uh, a few times I've just noticed, like, oh, I got him really good on that one, or like, oh, I kind of missed him that time. But like, if I come in a bit earlier, I can definitely get him, and then so I'm going to wait for him to do it again next time. Yeah, it's just it's really fun to be able to watch yourself and critique and see what you can do. Yeah. Do you ever then get tempted to kind of, you know, ask for some highlights reels to put it up on the gram or something like that, you know, to like, hey, guys, check out check out this little beauty? Yeah, I, that would be very nice because I find like do I'm, it. Tr- I'm trying to like use my phone to like find it. It's such a hassle because I always skip past her. I, I spent like, I don't know, I spent like half an hour looking for one brush that was like 10 <laughs> seconds long. It took so long. But it would be kind of nice. But I'm sure I can find it. I, I, I somehow managed to do it with stupid things I say in commentary. So I think you guys are actually talented and skilled, whereas I just say stupid things over the microphone. So, you know, I think if I can do it, you guys can do it. Do you guys have any pre-game routines that you like to kind of stick to? Superstitions? Got to listen to a certain song? Put the glove on one hand before the other? Things like that before a game? 
I, I don't really have a pre-game superstition. Like, I, I wouldn't say it's... Like, I guess I just do it and I don't think about it at this point. So it probably is superstition, but it just seems normal to me. But the one thing that I always do is I pretty much tie my skates, like, every five, ten minutes. Every and five, ten minutes? Wow. Like, I tie them a lot. Like, even... In, I do it in practice, like, less, but, like, second they feel loose, I gotta retie them. Like, have a bad shift, I just retie them. And do you do you time it? Do you go, oh, it's been five minutes, down you go. It's like, just, <laughs> honestly, it's just feeling at this point. Like, a couple shifts, I'm like, oh, my, my skates, and then I have to do it. Or I, I don't have time, and I'm like, oh, darn, I, I gotta go out. And I, <laughs> as soon as I come off, gotta do it. And I... I almost, I always do it after I feel I didn't play a good shift. I, I don't really know why. I just kind of do. Oh, he is constantly retiring them, though. <laughs> uh, it, it, sometimes in, in practice, I'm like, oh, Mason, we're up for a drill. And I, I look over and he's, he's crushed over it. Uh, skates. <laughs> but for me, I don't, I don't really have any uh, pregame rituals. I just, for some reason, like, I, I don't do it. Like, I don't, like, do, like, force myself to do this. But I just tend to just get dressed the same way every time. And then if I don't get dressed that same way, I just like I feel off and then I have to like redo it. So so what what way is that that you're getting dressed kind of? Is it, know, like, just like, it just happens? It just happens naturally. Like I just order threw. Yeah, order of the gear throughout the years doing it. the, Yeah, just doing it the same way every time. Talking about watching yourself, but are there any particular players out there, be it in any of the leagues on the island or of course the NHL or even I don't know how much European hockey you watch. Are there any players out there you guys particularly like to take note on to maybe model a bit out bit on yourselves on? I used to watch Eric Carlson all the time back when he played because I tried to like play like him as a d-man and late i don't know i haven't really watched much hockey lately because the whole covid thing has kind of made it a little weird but last year i remember just watching clips of Connor bedard <laughs> he's, he's kind of what i don't know he's just fun to watch because he's a year younger than me and so it makes me go like wow this guy's really doing something i kind of want to do that you know yeah for me just i wouldn't really watch like players in particular i would just i i really enjoyed like going on youtube and looking at like like those highlight reels mm-hmm. that they would make, and those would always be fun to watch. Is there? Do you both have a team in the NHL? Who, who, and if so, who is it? Um, I like the Canadians. Yeah. Wow, Habs man. <sighs> I, I, I like the Flames. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I would, I would undo this jacket. And I'm wearing my flame shirt right now. I'm, I'm loving the fact that there are so many Flames I, fans on this side. I always loved the Ginla. Yeah. Oh, what a man to like. Yeah. I, I, when I was like, I think I don't know. When I was really young, I wrote a letter to him. Yeah. Actually. Wow. I Did he reply? Nah. My my dad kept it because he wanted to give it to me. Wow. Uh, I don't. I don't. He had a re- he had a really good reason. I don't remember what it was, but it was like <laughs> he he was gonna give it to me one day. Wow. To read it. There you go. Wow. I how old I was. I I'm, I assume the majority of you guys would probably be Canucks fans, but I think I've only one of you is a Canucks fan. I hate the Canucks. Yeah. Okay. Well. I don't know why I just don't. There you go. I think I think we're up to four Flames fans now. Maybe three. Wow. I can't remember. So uh, you know, a few there. Does anyone go for any of the American sides? I feel like you're all smart enough to at least go for. Canadian sides. I don't actually know. I know uh, Aleko likes um, the Capitals. Right, okay. a, that's a, that's his license plate in like, the there you go. There. Okay, well we'll get to the bottom there. Do you guys check out the the retro throwbacks that they released today on some of the sides and kind of the yeah today? Oh, I saw the Flames one actually. Speaking yeah. of the Flames, I saw the I saw a post by the horse by one. Someone, yeah. yeah, as a Flames and a Ducks fan, I will say I'm a co sharing teams. The Ducks one uh, is incredibly ugly. Uh, I don't know if you saw the throwback. Ducks. Sadly, oh, not yeah. the classic logo. It's it's really ugly. But uh, no, would you would you like to see that like in uh, the VI like throwback jersey yeah. something like that? Yeah. I mean, we've got I mean, one up there. It's I think a bit it would weird. be really cool, actually. Like, it's always nice. It's always cool to see, like, the old, like, NHL jerseys. Like, uh, last year I went to Toronto and we got to go to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That was a really cool experience to see all the old jerseys and the equipment and stuff. So I think that'd be kind of a cool thing to do. Like, maybe a couple games a year you just have old retro jerseys. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm definitely down for the retro jerseys, but no retro equipment. I'm, a, I'm good, with the, good with their modern day. <laughs> the, the jerseys, are, the jerseys. Are, that's a whole other idea, isn't it? Let's have a retro equipment oh, night. How that would be brutal. How that plan? Do you guys follow any other sports, kind of uh, the NBA, baseball, things like that? At uh, all? No, not really. I'm a, mostly a hockey fan. Just but a hockey guy? I, I keep up a little bit. I used to watch field lacrosse um, and some box across, but I, I don't really do that as much anymore since I stopped playing. But uh, maybe I'll go do that now that I think about it. Focus on the focus on the hockey yeah, for the meantime, stuff like that. Uh, we like to, to close out interviews. We've got a, a couple of segments uh, that are fun. Now, one new one. It's, it's, it's kind of a new one, but it's uh, also a, a new version of an old one that uh, a certain side got a little bit uh, precious about. Let's play this segment. Now, the Kerry Park Islanders joke of the week, because uh, at the moment we haven't pissed them enough that they don't want us to do this uh, do this segment anymore. So uh, I'm going to tell you guys a joke, and let's see if it's funny. Um, okay, these are not very good this week, I have to say. <laughs> I should have prepped a little bit more for this one. Oh, we don't know them yet. Yeah, le- yeah le- let's go. Uh, why are the Islanders like grizzly bears? I have no idea. I have no idea. Every fall they go into hibernation. <laughs> oh. oh. Shots fired. All right. Okay. Getting the heat started on. Yeah, exactly. We'll see how uh, they turn that. Now, uh, let's go to this next segment now, too. <laughs> now, this is Pizza Bursky Fact of the Week. Now, okay, you guys. Okay. Okay. This is interesting. Uh, you, you, oh, we all love Pete, of course, our steam leader. Now, I, I love Pete. Yeah, you do. Good good to see. You, you'll be kept on uh, the side uh, every time you say that. Now, I don't know how much you know about him, but I've got some facts, and if you might know if these are true or not. So uh, let's see here. Uh, Pete Zabersky doesn't cheat death. He wins fair and square. You know, I can see that. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Awesome. All right. Uh, Pete Zabersky found the last digit of pi. Apparently, he, it was missing, and he, he found it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, there is no theory of evolution, just a list of creatures Pete Zabersky allows to live. Mm, yeah, no. Yeah. 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 Indeed. Uh, leading hand sanitizers claim they can kill ninety nine point nine percent of germs. Pete Zabersky can kill hundred percent of whatever the hell he wants. He could kill COVID if he wants to. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, he could probably end that. Uh, and Pete Zabersky puts the laughter in manslaughter. Uh, so <laughs> we'll end it on that one, perhaps. Uh, let's go to our last segment. Now, this, guys, is a bit of fun. Uh, as an Australian, we have some weird words, and uh, I want to test your knowledge on Australian slang to see okay, if you can okay, guess. Okay, yeah, okay. Do you guys know any Australian slang at all? Uh, before I have I... a friend from Australia, but he's not too Australian. Not too Australian. Just his parents. <laughs> Just to there. Uh, so, uh, let's go over a couple ones here. Um, chock-a-block. What's chock-a-block mean? Uh, it sounds like a block of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, not quite. No, it, it means you're full. So if you have a big dinner, you, you chock a block. Oh, you, you, okay, you're absolutely okay. full. Yep, right. Uh, what are budgie smugglers? We've done this one before, but I want to test you guys because I always like bringing this one up. They uh, smuggle something? They, they do indeed. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Uh, what do they smuggle? Budgie. It's <laughs> 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 a budgie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they are speedos or swim costumes. They're smuggling your, your junk, oh, okay. essentially. Oh. Yeah, yep, yep, that's it. Uh, let's go for the last one here. Um, if I was to say uh, that, uh, God, these are these are interesting. What's iffy mean? What, what does iffy 
like iffy it's kind of like questionable it is yeah I, I feel that's not Australian I don't know why that one's uh, in this list iffy. yeah yeah possibly there you go uh, right well there you go interesting guys it's been a pleasure chatting with you best of luck for the rest of the season and I'm sure we look forward to seeing you guys uh, doing Rookie Idol soon we want to hear everything yeah, about look, it thanks I for joining us to that thanks yeah. for having me on the on the yeah. podcast thank you Great to catch up with those guys. And we're going to try and keep the long interviews up, I feel, throughout the season. Of course, we've done a few of these in the weeks that we've had off in between the cohort series. But we'll try and bring some longer form interviews where we can in between. Catching up with the guys, of course, from the games because we'll be back into review mode. There'll be three games to review on next week's Claude Weekly and other games to preview. So we'll be keeping you busy along the way here on the show. Of course, we never really give you an opportunity out there to let you know how you can listen. Of course, you might just be stumbling across this and want to stay up to date with the show. Remember to subscribe on all good podcast channels, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever good podcasts are available. And don't forget to follow the Panthers as well on social media. Some exciting new things coming on the social media platforms. We're very excited to bring some flashier looking things along the way as well. Just uh, hit us up, search for the Peninsula Panthers on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook and you can stay up to date as we bring you those developments along the way as well. But a big thanks goes out to Theo, to Mason, to Brad, everyone for listening. Of course, if you are around Hockey TV tonight, you can catch that game against the Islanders happening at Kerry Park Arena. Hockey TV is where it's at. Tune in for that. And, of course, you can do the same this coming Friday night back at the home barn against the Islanders for Game 2. You will hear myself and Will on the mics going over that game, giving you a call. We're looking forward to bringing that back. And hopefully we'll have a live game for you this week. Hopefully we won't have any technical issues so that it can be back to normal as we go forward there. My name is Ben. This has been Claude Weekly. Thanks for tuning in. We'll speak to you next time. Claude Weekly is proudly brought to you by Peninsula Co-op. Purchase a car wash from Peninsula Co-op before November 15 and you can win free car washes for a year. Enter online at coppromotions.com.